Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. With us, amen, right now in this place, in this new year. I believe that we're thankful, anybody thankful for a new year that we've been given, amen? I believe that, and I believe that not only are we thankful, but I believe, church, that we are ready for this new year. And I believe that before we can really jump into 2022, I would just like to thank God for 2021, because the truth of the matter is, we had more good days in 2021 than we had bad days. And I'm learning, church, I don't know it all. I've come with a word in my heart. I'm so glad you're you're here. I'm so glad you're watching online. But before we get into the word, um, we'll get there in just a second. But I want you to know something. I'm learning in my Christian walk to even thank him for the bad days. Yeah, I said that right. To learn even how to thank him for the bad days. Because even in the bad days, church, he's still God. He doesn't cease to be God and Lord and ruler of our lives in the bad days. Where are you, God? How many of us are guilty of that? Where are you, God? I've been there. I'm just being real. But we have to understand something, church. God is still God in the good days and the bad days. And I'm thankful that there's purpose even in the bad days because that's how God works. And you know, I'm thankful for the lessons. Come on. I hope you learned a few things last year. Why do we come to church? There's no point. You know, we're not really big on growing a big church. That's not, never has really been in my heart to grow a big church. I'm not saying I'm against that. Certainly not. But in my heart as an associate pastor, it's always been to grow big people. It's to grow you. Not grow a big building, a big church. Thank God for it. And that's how we grow. By walking with God and trusting God and following God in the good days and in the bad. Can I share with you a song that was my song for 2021 that is now helping me, catapulting me into 2022? I don't think we do this song, but it's, we do a lot of the songs that Elevation and Maverick City do and wrote. And there's one, it just was my favorite song of 2021 this past year. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. And there's actually a Bible verse in that song. Isaiah 40, 31. Those that wait on the Lord shall what? We'll learn something. If we can learn how to wait, there's something in the wait. I've had to wait. I've had to learn how to wait. And maybe you're here today and you're waiting on something. Yes, blood-bought, spirit-filled, love God with everything you have, and you're trusting him and walking with him as, a, as his child. But yet you're still waiting on something. Can I tell you, even in the song it says, 
I'm not going to worry while I wait. I'm going to worship while I wait. Because God is working, church. We're going to get into it in a minute. Psalms 121. It's a declaration. It's a confession. You know, we stood on Psalms 91. Haven't we as a church? We even had Miss Shelley. I don't know where she's at, but was nice enough to make us those signs that we all put in our yards. Psalms 91 that speaks of God's protection. Come on, God's hand on those of us that are committed to him, that know him, that are in covenant with him through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But there's another Psalms that I found, 121, going from 91 to 121. It's another Psalm of protection. And I can't think of a better place to start this new year by speaking God's word and declaring what God's word says over you and I for this new year. Psalms 121. If you're there, will you say amen? Amen. I want to do something we don't normally do, and then we're going to pray over this time together that God would speak to our hearts. I believe he already has. But we don't normally have you read the, the uh, scripture out loud, but can we do that just in a mood to do something different? It's a new year. Can we all just read the word of God together as we get ready to get into his word? It'll be up on the screen, I believe, Psalms 121, just eight verses. It's not real long. Will you read it with me? I'm going to look up here. That way we can all kind of stay together. Are you ready? Here we go. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? Next verse. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Next verse. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Next verse. We're going to keep going all the way through to eight. Behold, he who keeps Israel or God's people shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. Six. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. Two more. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. How much evil? All evil. He shall preserve your soul. Come on. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Can we just thank God for his word right there? What a declaration. Would you pray with me, Father, right now? We just thank you for your help today. We do look to you today, Lord. We don't look to our own intellect. We don't look to what we can do. We look to what you've already done. And we choose, Father, to walk in that and what you've already done, what you've already provided. Speak to your people today, I pray, Father. I thank you, Lord, in advance what you're going to do in their hearts as you are preparing us all for this new year. We thank you, Father.
that we look to you. Many people during this time of the year are looking to new goals and new things, and there's nothing wrong with setting new goals. That's great. But if we're not looking to you to be the one that's leading us and heading us and leading us, what, what good does it do to set goals if we're not letting you lead? So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for your word, your anointing that is on your word. I thank you, Father, for what it's going to produce in the hearts and lives of your people as we sit in your presence today to hear from you. I thank you for everyone that is watching online. Speak to them as well. Father, let your word go forth in power and in might. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, amen. amen. Thank you for your agreement today. I believe the key to this, what we just read, church, is found in the first two verses because when you look at this Psalms of 121, the two, uh, the two ver first verses are, it is a confession. It's a declaration. I will look to the hills. From whence does my help come? Where does my help come from? Well, the psalmist is saying it doesn't come from the hills, the mountains. It comes from the one who created the mountains. Now, I want you to see it's very important. It speaks of his perspective, the writer's perspective. What are we looking at? What are we looking for? Who are we looking to in this new year of 2022? I really heard this in my heart. It, it really doesn't matter, church, what we walk through this year. What really matters this year is who we are looking to, not what we're walking through. Because the fact of the matter is, we're going to walk through some things. But when we understand what the writer was getting at here, it does not say that we would not have challenges. Please understand that. The, 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 this this, this uh, passage, this chapter... This psalm is all about God's protection, God's intervention, God's hand on the life of the believer. And it is a psalm of ascent. What does that mean? There's a few psalms that are psalms of ascent. And that speaks of a, a group of people that are in traveling. They're speaking and, and declaring this as they are traveling, as pilgrims, as moving, as they're moving. God's people moved around a lot. And they're speaking and declaring this out of their mouth while they're moving. Come on. But what's important is that not what they're walking through. They walk through some stuff. Come on, and we are too. But it really doesn't matter what we walk through. What matters is who we are looking to. Because it's who we are looking to, church, that helps us understand that, wait a minute, four blessings for this new year. Number one, it's understanding, I believe, this this Psalm of 121 sets it up very beautifully for us. It speaks of his presence. You know, we just came off of a wonderful Christmas season and celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior. That's what it's all about. But really what it's all about is his presence with us. Thank God for the presence. Come on. I'm wearing one today. My wife dresses me. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. She makes me look good too. She bought me this sweater from Express, and I love it. Thank you, honey. My girl does me right. Hallelujah. But, you know, thank God for the presents. I hope you got what you wanted this year. But even if you didn't, can I tell you, greater than all of that, it's his presence. 
That's what makes the difference. You know, I don't think God is leading us to greater accomplishments. Thank God for all of that. But can I just share with you what's on my heart? I believe he's literally just leading us to himself. In all of your goal setting this year, please do that. It's wonderful. Our pastor has taught us, what are you believing God for this new year? Write it down. Write it down. Make the vision plain. Write it down. What are you believing for in your marriage? What are you believing for in your finances? What are you believing for in your family? What are you believing for in your ministry, your calling, your giftings? Write it down. That's all important. But what I'm telling you, what good is it to do any of that if you're not really seeking him first? What I'm saying is, is his presence more important than all of that? Because church, that's what Psalms 121 is all about. It's his presence. It's understanding that I can't help myself. He said, where, the writer says, where does my help come from? It doesn't come from the hills. It comes from the Lord. The writer recognizes very clearly, very quickly, I can't help myself. I rely on the help of the Lord. See, we live in a day and time where there's a big push for self-help, self-reliance, self-will. I can do this thing by myself. And you know, that's the one thing, church. You know, even we have Elf on a Shelf. You know, that's a multi-million dollar business. Whoever created the idea of Elf on a Shelf. She's a millionaire. True story. You can Google it. The person who came up with the idea of Elf on a Shelf. I saw a few posts about Elf on a Shelf during this Christmas season. But I've come to just tell you today, I really, I didn't hear Elf on a Shelf. I heard, let's put self on the shelf for this new year. It's relying on God for our strength. It's relying on God for our vision for our life. It's relying on God for our direction. It's relying on God for promotion. It's relying on God, come on church, for his fulfillment, for his peace. And church, you know, it is God's desire for you and I to know him for who he really is. See, I wanted to just make this very plain today if I as an associate pastor could give you one charge on this first message of the new year it would be this stay close to Jesus this year would you hear this preacher today from the front row to the back from the youngest to the oldest stay close to Jesus this new year of 2022 can I tell you stay close to this book I did it a little different today I got me a I got another awesome gift for Christmas a brand new notepad designed specifically for lefties I'm a lefty me and pop might be the only ones in the building that are lefties got me a brand new all leather nice notepad zip up love it but I left it at home today on purpose because I just wanted to bring my Bible and to tell you, stay close to Jesus, stay close to his word. Because church, it's the times that we're living in. Because see, you don't come to know these blessings I'm getting ready to give you now. Are you ready? 
after the writer establishes his presence, my help comes from the Lord. I'm not going anywhere if he don't go with me. That's what Moses said. Come on. If you don't go with me, God, I ain't going. That's how much he relied on God's presence. See, it's God's presence, church, that makes the difference. And it's his presence that leads us now. Come on. Then we can read on down to the next six verses, two through eight. Talks about what his presence produces in our life. Why we have his presence in our life. Here it is. The first one I just gave you, his presence. But then we come to know because of his presence, church, we know his divine protection, number two. Number one is his presence. That's a promise we have, church, for this new year. I'm giving you four of them today. Is his presence. If he's not hanging out with you on a regular basis, if it's more of a religious thing to you than it is a relationship thing to you, can I tell you he desires more than anything to hang with you? To love you, to lead you, to mold you and shape you. That's his desire. To create in you what he's already to develop what he's already put in you. But you see, we see in this Psalms, the second blessing is the blessing of protection. And it's in verse 4 when he, I'm just going to give you line upon line. Is that all right? I just brought my Bible today. Line upon line. Verse 4 says it like this. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall never sleep, slumber, or sleep. That speaks of his protection. Verse 3, he will not allow our foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. I saw that church when it says that he'll keep our foot. He will not allow our foot to be moved. That speaks of his protection. Can I tell you where our protection comes from? It comes from God, yes, but it comes from God's word. Do you know that God's word will protect you? What did Miss Tracy say? I think it was Wednesday night for our New Year's, our last service of 2021. She talked about the importance of knowing the Word of God, speaking the Word of God. That's what Miss Dina taught us last Sunday. That's what came out of her mouth was no longer to be silent, church, but to speak the Word of God out of our mouth. And it's, and it's, it's shown right here, too, because our word, the word, the word coming out of our mouth, the word being our words is where we find our protection in life. It's what we stand on. The word of God will protect you. I hope you're not banking on your own understanding to protect you. I hope you're not banking on What is popular in this pop culture that we're living in today? If it's not lined up with the word of God, I hope you're not banking on that church to keep your foot from slipping. The only thing in this life that keeps our foot from slipping church is the word of God. And it's not just the word of God. It's the word of God. What? Coming out of our mouth. I want to declare this over you right now. The word of God is going to come out of your mouth this year like it never has before. You want to know why? Because I believe the word of God is going into you greater than it ever has before. What that tells me is, is that we got some folks in church that are not just getting the word in church. That's not going to cut it this, in this day and time. We wake up 
in the word. We go to bed before we go to bed in the word. Why? Because that is what's going to keep you and I standing this new year. That's your protection. It also talks about, use the word shade in this passage. That word shade literally speaks of like what you and I would call an umbrella. What do we do when it's raining? We have an umbrella if we don't want to get wet. What does that umbrella do for you and I when it's raining and when it's raining hard? It doesn't stop the rain from falling. It just stops you from getting wet. Why? Because you are covered. You are protected. That's what the word of God will do for you. It is your shade. It is your covering. It will keep you. That's really what the writer is saying. Aren't you thankful for his protection? You can stand strong, church. I speak it over you right now. You can stand strong today in this time that we're living in if you are standing on the word of God. And it's not a word that we've heard. <laughs> pastor has taught, I guess I'm helping, I'm preaching some of pastor's stuff, but it's his birthday and I'm honoring the man of God and who has sown and invested so much into all of us and to me personally. But he's also taught us that. It's not just the word that we've heard. It's the word that we hear. Faith come by hearing, not having heard. Hearing and hearing. That means it's more than just Sunday morning. How about the next one? I'm getting through it today. His presence, his protection, and then it also it speaks of his peace. That's the third blessing I pronounce and declare over your life today. If we ever were living in a time that we needed peace, it's right now. Peace does not come through a pill. If you're taking medication, I've got prescribed by the doctor, got nothing against that. That's not my message today. But real peace isn't found in a pill. It's found in a person. Who are you looking to? What are you looking to? Oftentimes we're looking for peace and fulfillment in things that can't produce that. But it's his presence that produces peace. And he speaks of it. The writer speaks of it right here. We're just going to walk right down the, the, the passage here in verses 5 and 6. He uses the word a keeper. That word is used about six times in this eight verses. He's a keeper. God will be your keeper. That word keeper is like a watchman. In this day and culture, they had watchmen that would be on the city walls. And it was their primary job was to just, what does a watchman do? He watches on the wall on behalf of the city people. Watching the wall, what? Protecting the city people from enemies, from danger. Do you know that's what your God is for you? He's on the wall. He's watching. You know, there was a song that was real popular back in the day by a very popular entertainer. I'm dating myself. This was a little ways back, but some of you might remember the song, From a Distance. God is watching us from a distance. And it was heartfelt, and I think a lot of people liked it. But can I just tell you, that's not what God's Word says. I'm thankful today that He's not watching us from a distance. He said He'd walk right beside us. That's what 121 says. He walks right beside you and I. But he's like a watchman. He's watching out for you and I. 
And it even speaks of, when I was really digging into this, it even speaks of particularly in the night watches. Why is that significant? I hope you're listening to me today because don't be deceived and think 2022 will not come with its, without its night seasons. You might be there today. I'm not a doom and gloom preacher. I'm really not. I'm excited about what God is doing, about what God is saying, but I'm just a real preacher coming up with a real word for real people. So we cannot be deceived into thinking 2022 will not come without its night seasons. But here's the beauty again of what we learned. Come on, don't ever dismiss your night season. I didn't say. I'm not denying the night season. I'm saying don't dismiss or discredit yourself thinking that God's not working or can't work in the dark. Can I tell you his word shows us he does some of his greatest work in the dark. But that night watchman, specifically watching at night, do you want to know what that really ministered to me, that we can really come to know this peace? Is when you truly know your God in this way, even in the night times, when I can't, you cannot see in the natural in the dark, can you? But can I tell you, we don't have to see in the dark. We just have to trust the one that does. Well, I got two amens right there. I'll take what I can get on this first Sunday of the, of the new year. It's the truth, though. You can take this with you today. If you're in a night season, if you're going through a difficult time, and you can't see three inches out in front of your face, maybe going through a situation in your family or in your finances, please hear me. Just because you can't see three inches out in front of your face, that doesn't mean that God can't. He's your keeper. He's your night watchman. He's watching over you. And when you, whenever you feel discouraged, God, where are you? Will you just bust out your Bible and go to Psalms 121 and speak this over yourself. He's my watchman and he's there at night when I need him the most. So this is what also what I saw in this. For those of us, maybe because of the night season, we can't really sleep. And rest in him like we want to. Well, can I help you with that today? I heard this in my heart. Trust me. I guess I'm preaching to myself because everything I'm giving you today, it's what I've walked through in 2021. And I'm thankful for it. Because I've learned some things. I've learned that my presence, his presence with me, his presence with you and I is more important than anything. I'd rather have a bad day with his presence than a good day without him. That's what I'm trying to say. The promise of his presence. Come on, you've been made some promises this year. And the promise of his protection. And the promise of his peace. That'll help you get rest. Come on. I've had sleepless nights. Oh. But can I tell you what's helped me get through that? It's understanding when I can't see, I trust the one who can. And I'm going to wait on him. And another thing that song says that I love so much, wait on, wait on you. I think it's my favorite part in the whole song. You get a little stronger while you're waiting. Yeah, if you're worshiping and not worrying, if you're trusting him, come on, as your protection and your peace. 
while you're waiting. Come on, I know I'm talking to somebody today. We're waiting on some things. Come on. While we're being faithful. Come on. I'm not talking to somebody that's out doing your own thing and expecting God to, to be your peace and your protection. Come on. You've got to be looking at the right thing. You've got to come up under his lordship. He's my Lord. My help comes from my Lord, not my genie. It doesn't say not my, my help comes from my genie in a bottle. Can I tell you, God is not a celestial Santa Claus. God is not a cosmic killjoy. God is the lover of your soul and mine. He's the one who created us, the maker, come on, of heaven and earth. The one who created us. For a relationship with us. That's who I'm talking about. The God of heaven and earth. Our Savior, our Lord. Our friend, our Father. And that's where we find our protection and our peace. It's in Him. And then the last one. Come on. It's His provision. We live in such an unsettling time right now. There's a lot of concern about economic unrest. What's going to happen? What's happening with our economy? Economic unrest, political unrest. What in the world is going on in the political arena? Social unrest. Just speaking to the times that we're living in. There's a lot of people that have stepped into this new year with a whole lot of fear of what's coming. But I share that with you today. We don't have to fear. Because we're not looking to. We're not looking to the Dow Jones for what's going to happen, for what happens with us this year. We're not looking to a person as our source this year. We're looking to God. My help comes from the Lord. I look to the hills from where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. That's who we're looking at. That's who we're focused on this year. Our help comes from the Lord. Our peace comes from the Lord. Our peace comes, our protection comes from the Lord. Our provision, church, comes from the Lord. And I love in verse 8 as I come to the end. Verse 8, I'll read it again to you. I love this. The Lord shall preserve you. Watch this. He'll preserve your going out and your coming in. Your going out and your coming in. What is that speaking of? Daily activities. You're going out and you're coming in. Your daily activities. God will be with you. God will keep you. God will provide for you. Come on. What does that mean? And you're going and you're coming. At home, on the job. At school, at work, that's what that means. As you're going and you're coming, God's provision in your daily activities. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, again, that's who he is. That's who he is. When you know him in this way, where does my help come from? Where does my provision come from? Can I tell you, God has provided, and I say this just to encourage you, not to boast, but this year in 2021, this past year that came with some challenges, hallelujah, 
But in this same year of 2021, we've just, just walked out of, we've seen God provide for us in ways we've not seen in a long time. Want to know why? Because that's who he is. And that's who he wants to show himself to be in our lives. He's provider. I'll end with a story. There was a little boy on a plane sitting next to an older lady, and it was a full flight. If any of you have ever flown, you will appreciate this story. This little boy sitting, probably about seven or eight years old, sitting on a plane, and there was an older lady next to him, and full flight. And, well, as it happens from time to time, the plane was experiencing some uh, turbulence. And you know what happens when turbulence hits on a plane, when you're on a plane? That plane will start doing things. It'll start moving around. It'll start shaking. It'll start <laughs> doing things that uh, you don't want it to do. Not when you're 30,000 feet in the air. And the turbulence on this particular flight just got worse and worse. And worse and worse to the point where there was panic. The old lady that was sitting next to the little boy, she starts, as you would, can imagine, she starts clutching her seat in panic because of the turbulence. But what was odd about this story, the little boy sitting next to the old lady, the old lady never budged, never phased him. He just kept playing with his little toy the whole time. And to the old lady's amazement, she just looked at him and, in bewilderment and said, how in the world can you just be sitting there calm and playing with that toy like nothing is going on in the midst of all this shaking and turbulence? You know what the little boy said to the old lady? Well, my dad is the pilot. <laughs> and I know my dad knows how to fly that plane. He knows about turbulence and I fly with him all the time. Yeah, and nothing to me. So my point is this. Who's leading your life today? I've said everything I've said for this moment right here. I don't believe anybody is here by accident this morning. And I know it's mostly family, thank God. But come on, we need the word, family. <laughs> Maybe online, who's leading, who's driving, who is sitting in the cockpit, who is leading your life? I just wanted to end with a question. Are you the pilot or are you the co-pilot of your life? Are you sitting in the cockpit? I know you're in church today. I know you're a good person. But you can be in church, a good person, and not allowing God to lead your life. And if he's not, we're so glad that you've come to hear this message. Because he wants to lead your life. We'll never get tired of giving invitations to come to Jesus in this church. Because we understand that's the most important thing. I've said everything I've said for this. I've said this to encourage those of us that are walking with God. Those of us that are allowing God to lead our lives. Yes, by faith and by trust in him. You know what it is to wait. And you know what? God's there in the wait. 
and you get a little stronger because you know the one who began the good work in you will be faithful to finish it. The promises of God are not maybe and I think so. The promises of God, the word says, are yes and amen. So if God, and maybe watching online, you're a good person. And in your heart, you love God. But my question today as we close, right on time. Somebody was praying a little extra hard today. Hallelujah. Is he sitting in control of your life? Is he your focus for this new year? Come on. Like I said, I know you've set goals. I know you've got things you're working on. I know you've got. And that's wonderful. But my question to you today. Is he the one you are looking to as the source, come on, of your salvation? Are you looking to him as the source of new life? Do you know him in that way? Would you bow your head with me? I just want to close in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time today. We thank you for your word. I thank you for every person that has come to receive your word, to worship you. In this brand new year that we believe, Father, will be a year like no other. A year filled with your continued faithfulness, your continued provision, your continued protection, your continued provision because of your continued presence. We thank you for your presence. Not only with us, but in us. Watching online, I just speak that over those that are watching. But I just want to close in a word of prayer. And I, my prayer for you, that if you have not, or maybe you at one time, yes, God did sit, sit in the cockpit of your life leading you but you've just simply walked away maybe drifted away maybe decided because of circumstances or things that have happened you just have kind of moved switch places with him and now you're running your life now you're making decisions where before you would make decisions based on what God would have you make by his presence by his leading by his direction of the Holy Spirit just a very simple altar call today. I don't need to drag anything out. You've heard the word today. But if that's you, maybe you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, as the only payment for sin, as the only way to heaven, as the only way there are not three ways to heaven. Please hear me today. There's only one way to heaven. Jesus said, no one comes through the, to the Father except through the Son. So I just want to ask you, my prayer for you is that you would not let this time pass you by and say, you know, I hear you, preacher, but I'm good. <laughs> I got money in the bank. I got it got it going on, got a steady relationship, and that's all great. Thank God for all those things.
But none of those things really matter if you don't have Christ in the center of it all. And I simply want to just ask you, with every head bowed, we'll never embarrass anybody in this church. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. But I believe I ask for the Holy Spirit to draw you now to himself, that you would experience his presence right now. That's our prayer for you. Not just a church experienced, a, a church experience, but a God experience. His presence with us right now. And he's here to reveal himself to you as Savior, as Lord. If that is you, all I want to ask you to do is just raise your hand. If you would just say, I hear you today. I recognize I'm lost without him. I'm tired of leading my life, doing it my way. It's really not working out like I thought it would. Would you just lift your hand right now saying, I repent of my sin. I come to Jesus today or I come back to Jesus today. Maybe you just need to renew your commitment. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. What greater day than the first day of the new year, the first Sunday of the new year? Is that anybody? Two, two, two invitations. I need to say yes to Jesus today. I want to give him my life. I don't know him the way that you've talked about, but I want to. I want to put my faith and trust in him for my, not just my salvation, but I want to give him my life. I want to submit my life to him and let him lead me. Let him drive my life because I know that's what leads to the blessing of the Lord. His peace, his provision, his protection. Whether you're saying that for the first time, would you lead me in a prayer, preacher, will you help me? Lead me in a prayer, I'd be happy to do that. A prayer of salvation, a prayer of repentance. Or if you need to come back and maybe just draw a line in the sand and set a, set a, a stake in the ground, I need to recommit. I need to put him back in the driver's seat today of my life. Believing him again for this new year of 2022 to lead me and guide me. When I count to three, just slip it up as we end right on time. Are you ready? Come on, don't miss this moment. If it's for one person, all of heaven rejoices over just one. Can we throw a party on your behalf today? Is the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart today? Respond in faith that he's given you. Are you ready? If that's you, will you slip your hand up when I get to three? One, two, three. Come on, slip it up. Just looking for that one person today, maybe that needs to make a decision for Christ. Acknowledging that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. Acknowledging the blood that was shed for you on the cross is full payment for your sin. And that's what gets us to heaven. That's what gives us new life. As we turn from our way, our way of sin, and we turn to Him in a new relationship. All right. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing. We speak it over our lives today. Would you just say this with me, church family, as we get ready to leave? Would you say this with me? Today, I speak the word of God over my life and my family for this new year. I will look to you, Lord, as my help. I look to you as my author and finisher 
of my life. I wait on you. I trust you. And I thank you for your presence with me and in me. I thank you for your protection. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your provision. From this time forward. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.